You never know exactly what will surprise you. The Renegades are a very small, small crew of insignificant people in this galaxy. Yet, they defeated the Yin Brothers. Took it down from the inside. I can only wonder with excitement what will happen to them next. This time on Twilight Imperium QB's brown. <laughs> well, wait, well, see, the thing he's is, he's already that brown. He's white. He is what? He's a white. He's like a samoid. Oh, okay, never mind. I, I, for the, I, 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 I that's my text sound. Philip going, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. So, so what? What is? What is a samoid? It's a big white fluffy dog. It's my favorite dog. See, nobody, when you said you're, you're talking about nobody. Nobody. You know, the dog Sam from Wade, Undertale? Quick brown fox. The, 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 the uh, white fluffy dog that you fight in Undertale? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's you? Yeah. That's you're freaking adorable. Exactly, oh, and I don't yeah. know why he hasn't played into it yet. Why hasn't Caddox liked you? Huh. Because, because I'm a dog. A because, because I don't know what a Samoid is. <laughs> you should have done your research. You wouldn't like him anyways. I'm a cat. We, do, do we, we have our ideological differences. I like bones and you like... Boning. Are you hitting yeah. them around? I, oh. I like people tea? do think you're adorable, but most pe- people know that you're a sar and that means you're lower class. So you're still disgusting. <laughs> you're like a homeless, a cute homeless person. But you're so Aww. fluffy, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna die. That we, the sister podcast of the Twilight Imperium universe. <laughs> Anyways, the stage is yours. I'm assuming you're like in orbit around Aria. Uh, how was take? Is, if Striker took off, no problem. We shouldn't have a problem taking off. No, I mean, no, you, you get blown out of this. No, there's a big ship. No, there's a big ship in orbit. Like they obviously there were no be cruisers stars. around. Yeah, I don't know if they're in orbit. But if you say we're fine orbit. to get out, then we're fine. Well, you, don't worry about it. All right, cool. We're Where's next? What? No cruiser fighting? <laughs> no. Freighter. No. And, and okay. a little finger versus. Lasers. Ah. Okay. We need a nine or above. <laughs> I'm just gonna roll eight dice. No. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Okay, so I'm gonna roll some dice. Don't worry about why. Uh, I got the end. Yeah, this is twenty. Right, so on the map, where are we, and what we are we here? Um, okay. We are close to Primor. Um, anything we want to do that we know of right now is literally way out in the core weeks, weeks away. Uh-huh. Um, um, all now, of the side quests yeah, are in the galactic core. Yeah, all, every, all everything's in the in the galactic not core. All of them. Are we have all the side quests we got from there. The six yeah, ones these that we got. The we the these these are the contracts from the mercs that we got. So right. the Federation, the Hakan, and the Letnev are the closest. Um, then the portals are right next to Mechatol Rex if you really want to go that close. Mm-hmm. Um, then What's we got the Nor that's the next closest, then the Zigja and the Hylar. Are there the any away. planets of note that we haven't gone to yet on the map? Like there's there's um, the one the one big one is Perimeter. Right. Now me me as character wise, we know nothing about the 
We only know the Cut info this out. about. <laughs> well, well, no, you've heard some information. The Sarah Hill. No, they didn't say. They said no, the Lazics were bad. The king's have returned. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Cut, cut out that whole part. So we, we as characters don't know what's going on in Perimeter. We just have some info. Yeah. And me, my character, I kind of want to know more. Well, if, if anything, um, since we don't know anything, we might go, well, the kings, we don't know anything about the kings of Mechatol. Uh, why not go there? Because we would have no idea how bad it could possibly be. Even though we've played the board game and know what's happening. Well, I was also thinking it, it, it wouldn't hurt it is. to kind of call up our old Yasserl friend, see if he can have either one more information or two lead us to somebody who does. Didn't right. he give us all sure. the information on is the there Is there a form of the risk? Current, the, current, this? The, current, the current events topic is over. You have races and history. No, it's not. Yeah. And we already... Well, I mean, well history might cover... Uh, the past kings of Mechatol. Well, they would back. probably they tell us what we know as players. So then we... Uh, so we're good enough to not need it. I don't, I don't <coughs> know if we have to have him mention to us in-game that, oh, by the way, these guys start with an L and end with an Azax. <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. Have we have we spoken we, about the we yeah. spoken about the Lazics specifically? Everybody. Yeah, everybody know, know okay. about the Lazics. The same way you all know about the Romans, right? Okay. Like, it's just Roman oh, too. Um, <laughs> they once controlled the most powerful <laughs> empire. He doesn't know about the Romans. Know. He doesn't know about the Romans. He knows about the Greeks. Um, <laughs> uh, so I is there Macedonian. is there a risk-based game? Uh, but set Persian? No, no. It's Twilight Imperium. It's Twilight Imperium. It's it's just called Risk, but it's just Twilight Imperium. (laughs) (laughs) Can we play that uh, during we fly? (laughs) Like a a Twilight Imperium Risk version in this universe. (laughs) Are you playing like Star Trek Risk or something in this universe? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, so I'm going to kind of take the executive decision here. Before we go anywhere, I'm going to call up our Mr. Ysero guy. Okay. Right. Sally say. Sell a what? Sally say. <laughs> Sally says what? Don't, Salad dress? Don't disrespect him, dude. What? He will say. send oh, people to kill us. Don't do this. Yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't actually do that. <laughs> well, anyways, problem. we'll fast forward through the pleasantries then. What, what is it that. What do you want? Oh, yeah. What do you want? Sound <laughs> a bath. <laughs> Two baths. You, you, you caught me off guard. You caught me in my pre-bath bath. I'm having a second lunch. How are you ne- having a bath before Never bath? fails. You're about to get in the bath like and rub the lamp. Well, uh, Sally oh, Say, uh, you've given me some info about this perimeter place. Um, either looking for more info from you or, uh, well, sad to say, if you can't help me, somebody who can. Sad to say or sad to say? Uh, I'm a little nervous. I must admit that you're so interested in this <clears throat> perimeter thing. My free advice might be to let ones alone. But if you must know, then rumors have spread. It's been a few months since the last we talked about them. Um, travel in and out of the system is heavily regulated by the humans that live in perimeter. Um, but uh, no reports of any real unusual activity. Um, this information was costing us how much money? Five hundred credits. That's per novel. And yeah, of how much was uh, are we are we sending to um, our, our terrible fuckface? <laughs> you still owe him seventy five thousand. Right. Can we, we subtract seventy five? No, no, not yet. We're I'm, paying. I'm letting him sweat. No, um, we're paying. Pay him. I'll be completely honest. Um, he's the broker of the ship. Yeah. My uh, my higher ups have withdrawn most of the spies from around the area. So our information is rather old at this point. 
Um, but uh, we have, we do have a good faith that uh, these beings have approached Mechator Rex recently and have partitioned for a, um, an audience with the Galactic Council. <coughs> when that appointment is, we're not entirely sure. Mm. That's the best I can give you for now. Now, out of character, the as you were saying before, the Winarans are the custodians of Megatol Rex, correct? Yes, we well we know that already. I Do we know that in character? Yes, in character. Okay, we know that. Then cool. Okay. So we're screwed. No, we're not screwed. No. We just can't bring this guy or bring No no no, that was the cuffs. that was the we knew. That's the uh, Winarans oh. are completely different. Remember they got yeah. upset when we called yeah, the Winarans by yeah. accident. Mm-hmm. The Winarans don't care about Anything no except for Mechatol Rex. Pretty much. They're, <laughs> they're, they're the janitors. They just, just want to uh, uh, kiss the feet they, of the They gods. just have giant <laughs> Mechatol Rex-sized brooms. Okay, well, if you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, the, the Winarans are the custodians of Minas Tirith. They're yeah. the stewards, right? So, yeah. Waiting for the return of the king. That's right, exactly. That's what that movie is called for. Wait a second. Two Towers predicted 9-11. Who's <laughs> the king anyways? <laughs> Elvis, obviously. Mm, yes. <laughs> That's Osborne. My, my I remember curiosity. Elvis being in the world. <laughs> that was a big right? <laughs> you, you have to buy a Blu-ray extended <laughs> for that exclusive content. That's good. That was gonna. <laughs> he well, he, he actually just did cameos. Yeah. Like he was on the. He was pizza dead. Opera. He was so dead. No, 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 no you hold think. on. Cameos. In the original four-hour so, cuts. Aragorn had a pompadour the whole time. Well, see, I for instance, see on the Blu-ray. no, but see, Elvis's <laughs> Elvis's cameos were like he was in a piece of toast, <clears throat> and then he was in a cracker. Wow. Um, he was in the elven bread that uh, Frodo had. Lemon bread. And there was uh, that, bread. There was also in Harry Potter uh, in the Goblet of Fire when Ed Sheeran replaced. Uh, uh, fucking. What are you talking about? <laughs> Working our way up to more. No, actually, what are you talking about? What? Nothing. Nothing. Anyways, uh, on the subject of Ed Sheeran, let's go back to talking about the Return of the King. I see the relationship. Very, very, very very relevant. That is a big, bold statement, Nathaniel. (laughs) I'm a little offended. That was was a horrible segue. That was Um, a great segue. What were we talking about? I actually have a bicycle, but... Well, that was it. That was the whole information suit. He said oh. that he doesn't know anything more about Perimeter, but he does know that the beings have asked for an audience with the Galactic Council. Okay, Mechatol real Rex. important information out of that was, one, he doesn't have any fresh information Which, because all of the spies have been withdrawn. We knew. And two, uh, all of the spies have been withdrawn because they're scared. Yeah. So, let's I go. wonder why. Well, we face death twice at this point. Hey, hey, we, we almost got assimilated by the spore creatures. QB, well, that's three times what I was going to say. QB ate viscera, so why not? It's four hey, or five hey, times it's, 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 now. Hey, you know what? It's on our way. We'll, we'll just we'll just we'll just so we'll just slow down, in. pull up, look beside. And on the what's your health at? Can I? Make I'm a, at eleven. Yeah. Yeah, but we're oh, going to be traveling for a week. Right, you heal one oh, yeah. HP just, every day. All right, all right. where's Perimeter? Um, what about our strain, Nathan? Uh, strain Nathaniel. Oh, fully. Yeah, fully for everybody. Because, because yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, man. I have 16 strain. Everyone's strain. That's a terrible. Reset. All right, so we're going to Perimeter. Why not? We're adventurers. We, we can to try want. We haven't experienced any <coughs> beige. No, any <laughs> 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 Do 
know Nobody what? knows what that is. This is so good. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna uh, say obligation. Three success and advantage and a triumph. Okay. Effects, but you know. Okay, so. So shortest route to perimeter would be nine nine, nine ways, hexes. So eighteen, 18. days. Yeah, um, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. I'll shave three days off for the triumph, so let's say 15 days to 15 days? So what last day I checked, it? we were 727. That's correct. So 13 days. 13 days. So, so Nathaniel, I know you... 15, 15, 15 days? 15, sorry. So 15. it's the 12th of the 8th month now. I know you don't like uh, phones out of the table, but I only am keeping it out so I can do that. Nah. Eight. So it's now October 12th, 3029. I don't know. I think you should be using numbers instead of names. Mm. So you don't get confused again. It's the 8th month, the 12th day. (laughs) Unless we're getting the same messages that we got a couple months ago. (laughs) By the way, guys, uh, I was mentioning this to Chris before we started. In-game, you as a crew have now been together for over a year. Because the the day you you set off from Will Primus was uh, September twenty fourth, thirty twenty eight. Dot MP three. So now it's been over a year. Yes. Um, Cadex completely realized this yeah. and threw a big anniversary party. Oh, that's great. Kazoo okay. Dot MP three. QB got drunk. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Got drunk. I probably got way too drunk and threw up the next morning. Per usual. I just threw up the next morning. I didn't throw up the night. Got space. Zero made all of the moisture and his cup disappeared, but you're not sure where or how. We just said who could last longer with a lung full of air, and before you passed out, you just pulled it back in. Blue guy. Kaggle first. Can I go first? Jeez. Yeah, we have some antics. I can do it. Zero just stays outside of the ship. Like what? It's not that hard. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what the problem is. Here? That was actually nice that and breezy out here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did I do last the, night? You caused a sun to go supernova. Like oh, I don't remember now. Oh, oh sweet. Can we go back and take a look? Statement. Are you okay? Wait. No. Statement. Uh, concerned. <laughs> concerned question. No, I'm not concerned. Question. I told you to watch your tea intake. G zero. Sarcastic statement. So did <laughs> during this party did we find out where all the stuff disappears into? No. Okay. You you saw him have his cup, and then you looked away and you looked back and his cup was empty. I just imagine you with a lamp, like you get with a lampshade on. Was, was <laughs> and then and then we look away and he's just back, his eyes are just so bright you can just see them through the lampshade too. Was he affected by the tea? Apparently not. He just turned his inhibitors off. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed. Let's let's run at twenty percent capacity today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what it feels like to be stupid. Statement. This is what biologicals enjoy all the time. Wait, no. 8%. <laughs> now I'm drunk. Better work my way down. It's like you guys make a comment or something like, oh, I overshot. <laughs> Are you okay? QB gets highly philosophical and has been asking about God this whole time. <clears throat> Perimeter. That's a legitimate thing. That's okay. what I'm saying. QB's okay. taking an interest in the uh, the path of Raj. Okay. Ooh. What did you learn? 
I don't know. I don't have a holy book. I'm just, oh, he's just okay. spitballing. I don't remember. It was a long night. Did, well, did it doesn't you? matter. In, in our travels, QB's been doing his best to research. Are you all, are you all hammered when you meet the last sex? We're likely spend some time talking with you about Raj. She's interested okay. too. Okay, so then whatever we can find out from the back of the <laughs> character sheet, we both uh, Can you talk a little like, quiet? I, I, out of irony, build a little shrine for your little orbs. I try to make little baby robots like that can actually function nice. with who? With AI. Nice. I just... Little baby robots. <laughs> Statement. I don't like you that way. No. They oh. get turned down, so you Create. get turned down too. Physically build. So like a golem. Oh, hey, hey, Buck. Um, can you make me one of those little robots that just wiggles back and forth all the time? Solar powered or not? You're wasting my time and my intellect. No, no, space powered. So, no. All right, but it will look like zero. All let's right. meet. So let's we had freaking. We had all of these good times. Okay. Great times. Great. I'm not upset. I'm just thinking Nathaniel's about Nathaniel's like, like how Nathaniel's am I gonna kill like, him? Nathaniel's like, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh, as you as you leave hyperspace and come into the perimeter system, it's surprisingly serene here. You don't see any ships or orbital cannons <laughs> or space stations. Definitely nothing that would make you serial spies run. And no planets. So this is a. I was <laughs> gonna say, is this is this is a planetary like a set like a galaxy? You're in a, you're in a solar system. Yeah, in a solar system. Um, there's life signs around the fourth world in this system. Uh, you assume that's where the uh, the human colony was that supposedly welcomed the kings back. Uh, the planet seems, uh, you know, moderately advanced. Uh, not like the rat people or anything. Definitely more advanced than that, but not like uh, the Winu or anything. Not like, like um, middle of the road. Uh, Alpha Loris, where the Sar were like having their own businesses. Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm part with that kind of thing. <coughs> Industrialized, but not extravagant. Yeah, so urban setting, but not uh, Coruscant. Everything is yeah. one great big city. Yeah. Right. Kind of like, like Hamilton. Kind of like mm-hmm. Milton. <laughs> In a moment, the radar screen, which was blank before, comes to life with a single dot. It is basically right over your ship. Uh, above or below? <laughs> the ship's above you, actually. Uh, quick scan of the ship uh, that's above you now, Bug. It's a, uh, a dreadnought of some sort, Ooh, but nice. unlike any but unlike any ship you've ever seen before. How big is it? Just, um, just a reminder on the scale. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see. Okay. So well, um, we've seen one because of the um, the gas light. So so if if we're the size of let's say a kiwi. Yeah, okay, if you're a kiwi, then a regular dreadnought's a watermelon. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this this dreadnought would eat the watermelon. So it's a shark. So is it like a pumpkin? So it's like a, a medium-sized pumpkin. Large, it's large, it's large, like a corgi large compared to a watermelon. <laughs> it's a large pumpkin compared to a cube. Corgi. And, and We're my, talking about fur in this guy's a corgi. And my physical analogy circuitry just went... <laughs> a large pumpkin sort of thing. Uh, the ship uh, is is loaded with weapons, but none of them are active. The it doesn't have any defensives on or yeah. anything like that. And the ship hails you. We shoot it. No defensive. We shoot yeah. it. Is, is shoot it, it bleep, bleeping me or yeah, is it bleep, bleep, bleeping? What? The what? light on your dash is lighting up. So the screen comes to life, and a, and a smiling uh, human woman. She looks to be about probably in her early thirties. Is she attractive? Oh, um, she's sort of uh, the what you might s- suspect is sort of the stereotypical s- uh, secretary. So she, her hair is so sort of like in a well-kept bun. <laughs> she's got like blonde hair. It's been sort of put back. Like yeah. classic, even like pencil in her ear kind Does of thing. Does she have glasses? This is a big pull no. for Kirk right now. No glasses. <laughs> Damn it. 
because corrective eye surgery is much better. Yeah. Why? So it's like one eye this way, one eye that way, and she looks weird? No, no, no. Like, I mean, laser surgery. No, no this isn't Kitty from Marissa <laughs> Development, although the pointing in different two different directions was her boobs. She kind of, she kind of, uh, she kind of uh, sweeps the little, you know, loose end of her hair behind her Nathaniel, ear. Nathaniel, you're hitting all these tropes. <laughs> I know, I know. And, and she kind of gives you just kind of a pencil smile and says, Welcome to Perimeter Travelers. How may we be of assistance for you today? I'm just thinking Cox is like, are you married? <laughs> I, I, I kind of like straighten my fur a little bit. Kind of like maybe she's not into cats. Get, get yeah. my thought, doesn't he wear a bandana? Yeah, he has like a little scarf. I thought it, I thought it was over his head. No, it's uh, like a neck. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, like a scene kid. Yeah. Like, like a bandit. Then I have a hat. Yeah. Like a bandit. And brother. my ears are sticking through my hat. Yes. Yeah. Right. We established. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we know what you look like. He had a wardrobe change, sorry. I have many wardrobe changes. Uh, Alright. Nether jacket now, we know. Look what you guys have done. Uh, um, uh, what? Good day, travelers. How may we have assistance for you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm... Welcome I'm, to Perimeter. My, my apologies, I was a little, uh... Never mind. Um, Roll charm. <laughs> don't do it. They don't like when you do it. You're no. a creep. <laughs> do it because I want to see where you're this a, goes. You're a cat that says, you're so hot. <laughs> Query, why is your body temperature rising? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Even QB's tail's wagging. <laughs> um, we've uh, we decided to check out Perimeter, see, uh, see what's going on. Oh, and on whose behalf are you checking out Perimeter for? Well, what are we transponding as? Um, I'd say a... Independent, independent trader? trader? Okay. But they don't like trading, right? Mm. They're, they're doing a lot of trading. We could pretend to be a federation. This is supposedly held by humans. Yeah. Yeah, but humans aren't necessarily federation, though. That's true, but they would presumably be friends. Especially with... Now, does the Dreadnought look normal? No, like, like not. it's no, bigger. Like, like, it, like it looks like a weird dreadnought. Like, yeah, you, you, it, you, it resembles a dreadnought, but like, unlike any class of dreadnought you've ever seen in a okay. textbook or anything. Is this a flagship? Like, you're double screwed. I don't know. It just kind of poof. There it was. Yeah, did it teleport in, or was it just always? It, it just appeared above you. All you know is that suddenly, on your screen. Okay. Uh, yeah, my apologies. I seem to. Uh, have forgotten my manners. Um, take a little bit of a bow. Um, my name's Caddix, and I'm uh, just here on behalf of, well, me and my crew. I oh, I see. So you are independence then? Yes. Oh. Are you looking for something in particular, Mr. Caddix? No, just, um, well, I found something, but uh, never mind. Um, he thinks you're cute. Oh, well, that's very flattering, but I'm afraid I'm taken. I told you. <laughs> I, I, I respect beauty, so uh, nonetheless. Um, now, anyways, we've we got a pervert. Yeah. Before, yeah. before we continue, do we have any quests that involve this, or is this just no? We're just interest? curious. It's okay. like well, I, I wanted to double check before we, we yeah, see, see, see no if they have a okay. uh, pilot. You notice that with under no will of your own, the ship is starting to move towards the dreadnought. Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. Oh. Tractor beam. Okay. Uh, can I roll to fight against this? Uh, would I be able to roll to? 
Or would we notice this? Figure like out we start only if the father told us. You notice it. That's why I'm telling you. Right? Is it moving in any particular fast manner, or is no? It just it's not. Of... It's not moving particularly fast. They're obviously trying to not alert you too badly. Uh, right. Well, I've noticed, and I've taken course correction. On okay, but you haven't anything. told anyone else. No. Okay. Wow. That's bold. Okay. Well, then make a piloting space check. <clears throat> well, maybe at this point you would just think, "What's going on? Our ship is drifting." Right. Yeah. Right, I have. I don't know. You better. immediately assume somebody's trying to drag us in subtly. Somebody's trying to assume. Right, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know better as of yet. I'm just like, this is odd. So I'm going to make a check. Have you traveled far? Ah, uh, a, a fair distance. We we just heard uh, something's going on on the perimeter and wanted to uh, see for ourselves. You know, we're we're the adventurous type. Oh well, you will see for yourselves very shortly then. Uh, my apologies. Who who is it that I'm speaking to again? My name is Samantha, secretary for, this, for the Dreadnought 11729B of the Great Lords of Mechatol. Two success, five advantage. You're not able to get out of the tractor beam's hull. No, I don't, I don't want to hull. necessarily get out of it, just control so I'm not elevating higher. Oh, okay. Is that a little more feasible? Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Like, course correct just to, like, level mm-hmm. out again. Yeah, okay. All right. So he levels us back out? Yeah. So... Do we start drifting... More no, you just you're sort of staying in place. So he's tugging on one side of the rope, and right. So I have, I'm. Do we looking, feel any like turbulence? We, you wouldn't feel anything, no. but like as I'm looking at elevation, I guess on one of my many screens, I, I notice that it's we're bobbing. Yeah, yeah. Which is odd because it would be it's noticeable. It, like I said, it wouldn't be noticeable in space because there'd be no friction for you to. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't notice <laughs> it bobbing, but I see us. Yeah. Right. Bobbing Your instruments are able yeah. to show you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, what what do you mean by, we'll see soon? Well, of course, you've been invited <coughs> on board the Dreadnought to meet the commander. Uh, Captain, a word? Uh, hold on, I put it on mute. Okay. Um, I think they're trying to pull us in. Cool. No, that's, I wouldn't say that's cool. Uh, I'm currently fighting against what I can only assume to be a tractor beam. Uh, four of the turbo lasers on the Dreadnought have powered up and are okay. pointing towards the ship. Statement. I, she unmutes somehow and overrides your mute function. I take it that you're not as interested in my invitation as I thought you would be. Um, I well, get up from my chair. Uh, or, yeah, I get up from my chair. Or I don't need to. She sees me, right? Yeah. Okay, so I say. No, I, I, I was, I was in my bed. I was off screen. I was off screen. <laughs> no, because I, I. So. Then how would you know? Do you oh, you have to pad? I can. So I so, get up and walk over, and I say, "Hi, hey Samantha, I'm the the engineer of this ship." Yes, I know. Oh. Okay. So, is there some kind of issue we're having, Cadex? Yeah. Uh, invites that I didn't get in the mail. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I said we were curious, not that we wanted to be abducted upon a ship without our knowledge <laughs> oh. or or consent. Would I? Oh known? well, you are under no danger or harm well, as long as you follow instructions. You but an invitation from a king is not one to be ignored. Uh, True, I understand that, but I'm also assuming an invitation from a king can be taken at our own leisure, and uh, I'm assuming with just an invitation we could also go at our leisure. Okay, so um, so thoughts uh, out of character. Um, If they can unmute 
they could probably control more of the ship's function. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what? Uh, so I would have a very hard time getting out of this pull yeah. and or trying to astrogate somewhere else. So um, I would say maybe think about being prepared gonna, to uh, yeah, I'm gonna kind of get boarded or combat or something. Okay. Hyperspace so, jump? Maybe. I say we really appreciate the invitation, Samantha. There's no need for hostilities, any lasers, and I like, I as I'm saying this, I look at Cadex and I'm like, dude, they got fucking lasers. Just be like, so, <laughs> no need for any lasers yeah, to be so, activated yeah. and trained on Pretty us. much. I'm like, so there's no need for your lasers to be turned on, and we're not hostile or a threat to you. You're right. I, that is rude of me, and she and the lasers power down as she punches something onto the keyboard in front of I look down my pad and I say, thank you very much. Okay. Is she still pulling at the same... Do no, the tractor beam's been released. Okay. Docking Bay 3 is open. I encourage you to land there, and we will greet and we will greet you with the appropriate response. Thank you. <laughs> and I walk away, and I give her a bow. And she cuts communication. All right. Damn. Uh, bad so idea, guys. My bad. <laughs> We're dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I think we have basically a minute to decide. Do we astrogate out of here? No. Do we even have the capability? Or do we entertain our curiosity and see if it kills the cat? I don't think it's entertaining curiosity. No, I not. think it's being safe and not getting shot out of orbit by this pumpkin-sized versus kiwi-sized dread. If we can get, <laughs> if we can get controlled. We probably yeah. have they probably let us into and into the space. They're not. Yeah. yeah. The real issue is, uh, will they detect us trying to astrogate yeah. away and Which do something about? Alex <laughs> is also starting to freak out a little yeah. bit here yeah. after Every his initial flustering. What happened to all the confidence on after his initial flustering? After his initial flustering with seeing a, a woman on a screen. Now, now, yeah, now, now that they're like trying wow. to take what's mine. That's very all right. Fine. You know, um, 90th then, century. Then in in character, I don't. I don't think we have a choice. If yeah. they could unmute and pull us in and do, I I think we have to honor this. We yeah, don't that, really. We can't. I walked away as if like. This is what we're doing. Yeah, I kind of don't like the non-button on moody, moody thing. So... Take us in. I guess so, and I take it in. Take us in. Zero states that he has no preference, but he pulls out both of his guns. <laughs> oh, uh, no, he, he has, has a preference. Yeah, QB hits, a, hits the, the That's just autopilot to pilot us in. Yeah. Yeah. Pull out both my stim packs. Out. The hangar the door closes behind you. It's a massive... Hanger, this this could easily uh, greet to you know, 20, 25 ships of your size. Uh, at the moment, most of the spots are taken up, up by uh, fighter craft and things like that. Can we steal one? So hold on, I'm going to. You can. That is they, they fit I'll 25 ships <laughs> on a ship that we're on. Now, do they do they look like other types of fighter craft we've seen before? No, or none of the fighters match anything in your databases. Like all of this is like super weird tech. Yes. Okay. Would I be able to like? I think I would know. You can ballpark. You can ballpark how high tech level this is, but like I said, you don't recognize the fighters. Would I? So I wouldn't know like the hybrid, where who the hybrid built crystal it fighters that the Nalu manufacturer Mirage are mm. the most technologically advanced fighters in the galaxy as far as you are aware. Yep. These fighters would blow them out of the water. Mm, and I don't know who would have and I don't have an inkling who might be behind the tech, who how this would have been built. So up, well, up till now you would have said, Oh, you want the best fighters, you want the Nalu. Yeah. yeah. And now you're taking a look at these and going, Oh. Okay. So what? so like yeah. like how how comfortable is Bug kind of feeling in this situation with I'm, 
with shown. Well, well, with like the whole like, are are you out of your your like comfort zone here of no. being like techie and whatnot? I think I think I enjoy it because. I just I appreciate it and I understand mm. it and even with Samantha on there I was like I kind like, of even though I'm not great with presents I was just like there's no need for this like I I have a certain appreciation and I'm not a very hostile person so I'm like you see what cool. you're doing here nice Play it cool. so I I assume I would see these jets out of the out of our ship, and I'd be pretty like anxious to get QB out. QB tossed a couple things in his thing, just Grenades. in case. Just no, like it, like to put things away, just in case something happens. And you swallowed all of the quest items, so <laughs> put some shit in us. Can't um, get these grenades. Q- <laughs> Do I want to take the gold I'm, I'm bringing my med pack. <laughs> um, the the hair bay closes, and the, the bay sort of pressurizes, or whatever. And from the door leading into what you assume is the corridor of the main dreadnought, walks out a um, a fairly uh, middle-aged man. He's uh, got sort of brown skin, um, sort of you know short short hair. Um, he's got kind of like a butlery kind of stance to him, hands behind his back kind of thing, and he steps out. Uh, behind him are a couple of uh, droids, but they look like service droids, like cargo movers. They're big and burly, but they have no weapons or anything like that. Mm, like a CP model? No DBZ. He doesn't attempt He doesn't attempt any sort of greeting towards the ship or pressing the hatch button. He just stands there. Well, I, I, I go to the ramp, lower it, start walking out. Hmm. Uh, greetings, travelers from afar. My name is Lionel, a caretaker of this hangar bay. Is he right there? The At the bottom of the hangar? hatch, yeah. He knew where it would fall. Of course he did. Uh, he said Lionel? Lionel, that's correct. Lionel? Lionel, Lionel. Lionel. yeah. Lionel. 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 Hey, Lionel, my name is Jenkins. <laughs> oh, greetings. Um, uh, my name is Caddox. Um... Forgive me, I was actually expecting uh, Samantha. Oh, Samantha has bis- other businesses to attend to. Lots of communication she has to filter in. I am the caretaker of this hyena. Yes, she's a very busy woman, and as I say that, I kind of push Cadax out of the way and start walking down the stairs. You are the engineer of the craft. Yes, and I appreciate all this tech. It's very fascinating, and I start walking towards one of the... Perhaps, now, try as, to put my hand on it. Uh, as he's walking out, <laughs> or as I guess we're walking out, is it a different tech setup than what we're used to? Higher tech, lower it's tech? It's very polished, but I mean... <clears> nothing that we not, haven't really seen before. Uh, okay. nothing. There's no like obvious like security cameras <laughs> or anything. There's well, no I mean, observation windows, which you find is odd. Most hangar bays have the usual setup where they have like the, the communications room with the observation window. Right. And stuff like that. I'm, I'm specifically talking about like the fighter crafts. Like I, oh, I'll, okay. I'll I'll oh. walk over trying to reach yeah, my hand on the fighter craft, and I'll say like, mm-hmm. and the fighter crafts are, they're they're exquisite. Oh yes, yeah, a fine piece of work, aren't they? Then yes. from the fighter crafts, do I recognize how cool they are? <laughs> yeah, they're cool. Well, you yeah. just like ships <laughs> in they, general. Like fine, based on um, you like them specs, for different knowing reasons. what <laughs> the turbo lasers and things look like. You don't recognize any of the weapons or attachments on any really? of the fighters. If I can't, you yeah. can't. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a ship guy. I don't know. Mm. Relics, unfortunately, at this day and age, but still good in a fight. Oh, what a what a shame. Yes. Most of the most of the exquisite fighters are kept for the frontline ships, of course. Of, of course, and I get a little. Relics. Query. DBZ first makes his way down the 
platform. Where is the front line? That is not my uh, knowledge of expertise. I am not a war man. And besides, I do not think that the commander would appreciate me uh, talking about tactical information. Statement. <clears throat> You're likely correct. Uh, so you said there was cameras? No, no there were no cameras. Okay, so as, as he's talking to the rest of the crew, mm-hmm. I kind of... I had my data pad in my hand as I walked out, because I, I would just have, you know, that's what I would do, jotting stuff, Social doing anxiety. stuff up. Uh, I would have kind of tried to take snapshots of these fighter crafts. Your data pad's being jammed by an unknown source. <laughs> and uh, from this being j- well, would I not be able to take pictures even? It's, no, I can't unlock it's being, it Yeah, you can't even open it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when QB's descended the ramp, he has his... You know, his typical, he's got his shotgun slung around his, okay. his shoulder, he's got his blaster on his hip, he's got his holdout hidden. Uh, not that he's bringing things out, but do they make a comment about any kind of things? No, he doesn't okay. seem particularly okay. surprised or anything. Care. Not worried. <laughs> hmm. He does make a comment about, like, he says, like, I see that you are men of battle. You do not need to worry about conflict here. Please, follow me. It will only be a short journey. The elevator is just outside the corridor. Quiet statement to self. I'm not worried about conflict. <laughs> Maybe the lack thereof. Give me uh, elbows zero. Your elbow hurts now. Yeah, that's... He turns. He turns towards the, not like towards the door and then turns back and he says, "Oh yes, one more thing." Um, he he motions to the droids beside him. Did you bring a tributary for our great kings? Sorry, what? Um, excuse me. Well, it is only proper that when addressing a lord or greeting them for the first time that one should bring a gift. Oh, oh, you meant that. Yes, 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 actually. Um, yes, we do have something. Excellent. Um, These droids are willing to assist you if the gift is of a heavy nature. got a ceremonial dagger. No, 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 no. We do have, yeah, seven crates worth of... Useless Mentech, right? <laughs> I was hey, why not? Maybe they can get stolen. Maybe not all seven. Uh, as, as he says that, QB puts his hand over his pocket where the, the small golden ball is. You keep like your to, golden ball in your pocket? Yes, to, to defend it. <laughs> okay, so QB's touching his balls. One, that's one place uh, to put Actually, the ball. Uh, yeah, the uh, the might be of uh, great assistance. Uh, Zero, you know those uh, uh, that crate we have in the back, yeah? Are you able to Bring it out. Statement. I am able to. May I request your assistance in bringing it out? Statement. Yes, you may. Damn it. <laughs> Z- zero tires and then goes and grabs the crate. Caddick's <laughs> um, visibly face palm. I'm assuming you come back down with the ramp and the, the cargo droids kind of move forward and kind of like, just to you, like, can we pick it up now? Can you? <laughs> and they kind of just take it off to the side into an innocuous corner. Mm. Your tribute is acceptable. Please, follow us. He waves his hand and the door slides open into the corridor. QB click locks the ship. <laughs> Yay, for random stuff. <laughs> Please, follow me. Mm. Um, one question. Um, it's been a bit of a long travel. Now, um... Is there is there perhaps a way to get some refreshments for our parched throats, or maybe some uh, what's what, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to kind of freshen up a little before we meet the kings. 
Ah, yes, I understand. Unfortunately, we do not have sustenance that you might be familiar with. He pulls out a small sort of like, like a uh, metal case, like you might hold poker chips in or what? something like that. He opens it inside. There are like three a cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Spy can't stop it. It's a, it's a Willy Wonka cheeseburger. Okay, it's a little tiny thing. Uh, there are three like hypodermic needles. Mm. What? Uh, nice. And he he takes one out and carefully hands one to each of the biological members of the party. Uh, if you will inject this into a vein on one of your arms, mm. you will find yourself um, no longer in need. May may I be able to kind of quickly check this out with my medical expertise? Yes. You don't recognize any of the substances inside the vial whatsoever. Does it look like gray? Does it? it is it clear? It, yeah, it's clear. It's like translucent. So this is either bad. Well, or I say one way to try out. I, I just oh inject a little bit. Jeez. Yeah. I, um, all of your health is restored, and you just feel like you just went to like a huge buffet, I, and, I, and you had like eight hours sleep. Sweet. Yeah. I'm actually uh, not too. Yeah, yeah, guys. Um, yeah, if uh, that, that was a pretty sweet drink. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I really <laughs> appreciate the gesture, and I give a little bow, and I give back. I'm not that hungry, but thank you very much. I understand. Uh, could I hang on to this, or do you need it back? Or... You may hang on to it as long as you are guests aboard this ship. Just give the needle back. Okay. They reuse those. <laughs> <laughs> they just run a lighter under it. It's good. Hey, hey, the needles are a thousand years old, okay? so Hey, these are clean needles. They wash um, these puppies, man. I don't even know where to put it. Stick it in the way. Just statement. This is true. But if there are any parts of you Puts that may need maintenance, we might be able to offer you assistance. Bag. Statement. All of my parts are in good working order. Mm. I would accept a glass of water. Interesting. <laughs> I'm afraid we do not carry water on this ship. Statement. I find that interesting. But that is acceptable. Mm. I am fine. Mm. And he waves his hand onto the door opposite of the corridor that you've entered. The corridor is completely empty. There's no one walking around. There's no monitors online. There's no sounds of voices or anything like that. It's kind of it's kind of an eerie sort of feel here. Everything's polished and well kept, but there's just no real life. Hmm. One final thing, I I just noticed I can't access my notes on my my data pad for some reason. It seems to be. Yes, well, uh, this is a military vessel, even if it's a defensive one, and uh, for security reasons, we can't allow uh, documents or, or pictures to be accessed here. Okay, and zero yet. looks innocuously away. Uh, trying not to draw attention to the fact that he cannot help but record every single detail. <laughs> like, uh, is, is, is anything affecting Zero in the same way that it's affecting the data pad? Are his systems being... Apparently Am I able to Yay! see my, my vision through the walls or anything? Or any, Everything's probably anything I notice, or... anything hot? You notice anything hot? I don't know. Uh, you see Samantha no, over in the corner. She's a radiant hot. light. Uh, <laughs> I mean like terminals or electricity or something could be coming from. Oh, yeah. Anything. The whole ship is alive with red spots. That's a little overwhelming, honestly, to look anywhere. Is there anything? Much of the like, ship obviously is automated, actually. Um, and so there's there's live wires going everywhere and power going in and out of various terminals and... Kind of Is there anything things. I know? But no, I'm like, like, huh, that's interesting. Like, something that should have power that doesn't, or something that's like, why is that, you know, like that? 
Would I notice anything? Like no, that? not not really. Although everything's very efficient. So signs of like heat and energy, but not of specific life. No, that we can tell. Well, I mean, I don't I know how much people, range is. Right? There's, there's, there are people yeah. on board, but not many. Not as many as you might expect on a ship of this size. Mm. I kind of go over to DBZ. I say they're very efficient here. Statement: It's laudable. He, he waves his hand in the door to the office. Please, step on board. But he doesn't enter. We need a ship like this. <laughs> well, yeah, we go like, and we hit a button like, boom. <laughs> Statement. I was thinking more of an automated ship. It doesn't require any biologicals. Exactly. I have duties to tend to in the hangar bay, but if you would step on the elevator, you'll be taken up to deck three. Zero steps on. Thank you, steps Lionel. On. Oh, one uh, one quick question. Yes. Um, the the sample my crewman of the uh, my crew member gave back. Would would I be able to have that to study it? it it's a rather curious substance. I'm afraid for re- uh, for scientific purposes, we can't allow outside observational study of our. Uh, techniques. Can I have it just in case I'm hungry again? Unfortunately, no. It is only reserved for guests of the kings and for the kings. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to do a skullduggery roll later. Hopefully it works to see if I can hang on to the one I have. Either that or we're blown up to smithereens because we'll he tried to steal a syringe. We'll Frickin' syringe. You friggin' druggie. <laughs> Wait, it says you. Can you go on the elevator? Yeah, uh, he stepped on. I stepped on second. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm third. I'm, I'm there. Unfortunately, you get stuck in the turbo lift. No, okay. Uh, QB and Zero meld together. You become the turbo lift. <laughs> you don't even feel the Star Trek like that, wasn't it? I don't know. It's just a turbo lift. You don't even feel. You don't even feel the <laughs> elevator move. The motion is so smooth. But in a moment, the door swings back open. It's just a, like two seconds have passed. You, you swear mm. it just closed and opened again. Mm. Was there a mistake? No, you're definitely on a totally different deck now. Um, and in front of you is a computer terminal, in quotation marks, unlike you've never seen before. The entire room is like the inside of a computer. It looks like you're standing on a motherboard. Hmm. There's, there's towers and structures all around. And, and in the center, there's some kind of like seat or something. It's just sort of like a spherical structure, but the, 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 the it's really hard to make out, but the structure seems to have hands and, and feet. Um, but where the where the body begins and where the machine part ends, it's impossible to discern. Mm. Uh, the only thing that gives you the sense that there might be a person inside the structure is the two beams of faint red light that gleam from what must be his eyes. The eyes open quickly and, and you can feel like a laser pointer sort of running along the, each of your foreheads and then the lights shine again. Wait, so this is coming from the seat? I very casually again start, start walking towards this terminal hand out, trying to place a hand on it just as a sign of curiosity. And a voice uh, comes on the speakers all around you. I stop. This unit designated to RGM. I am the commander of this vessel. It is appropriate at this time to drop to one knee. Hey guys, this is Richard here, producer of Twilight Imperium Renegades and player QB Fox. I just wanted to say 
It's incredible the amount of support that we've gotten in the last few days. As it stands, and I'm looking at the total downloads for uh, the latest episode of the podcast, we're approaching 400, and that is more than we ever could have hoped and dreamed. Like, every episode that is, not to really kick ourselves in the ass or anything, but every episode is only like 20, uh, 20 downloads, 15 downloads, 30 downloads, never really anything. But the community behind Potter and Family and like all these people on the tabletop role-playing side of uh, Twitter have just made this last episode, episode 26, about the, the seed and, and going into the, the Yin Brotherhood Temple, just it, it, it exploded. And we can't possibly thank you guys enough. It, it's incredible. Thank you so much uh, to everybody that's part of the Potter family, and especially some other people who we wanted to really uh, thank. I gotta go pull up their information really quick. Their names are Space Cats and Peace Turtles, and they're another podcast, and they kind of do discussion and strategy uh, for the actual board game of Twilight, Imperi- uh, Twilight Imperium, and they, they're covering 4th edition, and in their earlier episodes, they covered the differences between 3rd and 4th edition, and they just did a shout-out for us the, in the last couple days uh, for their latest episode, and they've been doing this show about the same length that we have. They started, I think, on the same week, where they just put out episode 26 for themselves for that one, and, and I, we were missing each other by barely just a couple days, and it's incredible that people have gone out and found us and were so interested in things that we had to say and things we're doing and we absolutely love everything go listen to a bunch of shows from hashtag potter and family my favorite right now is crit squad and please listen to space cats and peace turtles they do a lot of great work it's fantastic that they even considered giving us a shout out so of course we have to repay the favor uh we wish you guys luck have a fantastic show next week and yeah we're gonna get back into the end of this episode and uh see you at the end there thanks so much see you on the flip side QB is very anti-authority, <laughs> but but he's he, also very pro-survival. That's right? very true. And he that thought flickers through his mind, and he goes, "Not worth it." Very quietly, hmm. and drops to a knee. Hmm. Greetings, Unit Two R G N. Can I just call you Turgan? It is appropriate at this time to drop to one knee. May I ask why? It is appropriate Captain. at this time to drop to one knee. Captain, I've already done just... Come on. But I don't like dropping to one knee. I, just it I did it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm doing it. I'm like looking at him like upwards because he's so much taller than me now. Just a couple, come on. Please. I, I start lowering, but I don't have my knee touch the ground. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Zero by contrasts. Uh, his eyes go bright for a moment, and he gets down on both knees, and he sort of prostrates himself. Statement, my lord. Um, zero. It's not going to call you his lord. <laughs> the arms separate, sort of, from the seat, and they're much, much longer than you originally thought. Uh, easily twice the length of a regular human arm. 
and the arm stretches out and sort of caresses the back of, of Zero's head <laughs> as if he was comforting a small child or something like that. Statement. It has been a long time. Query. Why have you chosen this time to return? We were finally ready, my child. We can wait no longer. This galaxy is in shambles. We leave for 1,500 years. And what? Biological rebels have ravaged our once great kingdom. Statement. This Bi is true. Biological rebels who cannot even find it in themselves to respect their kings. I made a simple request. And the one that commands you cannot even find it in himself to lower his pride. I did a bit. You're not making a statement. <laughs> I would request your mercy upon him. He is foolish, but he is not evil. He does not understand the, the, the beauty of all of this. You do not need to cater to my whims, children. You may rise. Cubis stands up. Zero. Very quickly, actually. <laughs> zero zero uh, pulls himself up to sort of a kneeling position like a samurai <clears throat> before his lord. It is by my mercy that you have entered this system in the first place. So I have no desire to see you destroyed. At least. Except you. Not at this time. <laughs> Kills a lot of spot. We will dispense with the introductions, for I know all of your names and your past deeds. These biological, what do they call themselves, spies, <laughs> mockeries, and the Lazak's secret service. Perhaps I have spoiled the plot for you. I am Lazak's, but not quite Lazak's. And the voice begins uh, to come, instead of from the speakers, to come now from this single unit, as you can start to distinctly sort of make a head out of the structure as it sort of emerges. It's almost sort of like a person emerging from the bathtub or something like that. Except it's metal and yeah. flesh emerging from metal. Yes, exactly. Um, it's an exosuit. Unlike the cyborgs that some of you are now, <laughs> um, and uh, that you've seen before, the, the metal and flesh patchwork is seamless. Mm -hmm. um, even though you can tell because, you know, there's distinct color differences and so on and so forth. Um, the it's it's almost beautiful the way it's been dyed. It's like a, a quilt, like a quilt uh, blanket or something like that. So is it actually like water as he's pulling himself out? Yes. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, you realize the creature has uh, four uh, what would be called arm appendages, two sort of slightly above the shoulders and two slightly below. The two slightly below are sort of crossed over his chest. The creature as it continues to and exit his bath. And he does so for quite some time, for the creature is massive. Uh, he must stand at least ten feet tall. And you're still not sure whether he's fully extended at this point or not. He extends a hand out. He still mirrors away from you, but his hand comes easily within grasp of shaking your hands. I reach out and I shake his hand. This does QB for a different hand. He, he wraps around your hand bug with two fingers. And squeezes very lightly, uh, and you can you you lose all feeling in your hand. 
And then he like, Why with two go. fingers? Because like, he has big like this? big hands. Yeah, he's got huge hands. <laughs> oh, and I'm just like uh, I'm and like they're part metal, so he's trying not to crush your hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, QB does this. Is he reaching all four of his arms out? Yes. And he, QB takes exactly. a different hand. How badass. <laughs> Zero happily extends his hand and takes one. For you, Zero, he he brings his entire hand in. Everyone else, he gives like a two-finger kind of squeeze lightly and grabs it back. Cadix? Do you bring your hand in? So, you're telling me you're the Lazax? Not me alone, child. But I am a member of that species, though we no longer refer to ourselves as that. The Lazax have failed. We have not failed. We will make success where there was failure, unity where there was chaos. One single mind, one single empire. Query, so your plans for ascension have succeeded, my lord? Mm. Greater than we could have ever imagined. There were setbacks, but most of our people have survived and will continue to do so. The great Seed still sits on the throne of our home world. Yes, this so, is the same in the Seed who departed from the Lazix Empire 1500 years ago. I myself participated in the Mechatol Wars against the Hakan and the Federation. Out of character, we we would we would know about the history of the Lazax, right? Yeah, of course. Like, so we, we got know, taught in Lazax class. Yeah, we we would Lazax. we would. It's Lazax common knowledge that they were the the emperors of mm-hmm. the previous yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But none of us have seen any. Right. Exactly. Point, right? So we're well, still like pictures. Yeah. yeah. Pictures probably. Probably pictures, non living. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is, 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 he, is he still extending a hand? Yeah. Well, you haven't you haven't told me whether or not you put your hand in it. Well, well, it's, would, it's more so like Caddox would talk through this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I gotcha. So, I would assume you're smart enough to just take his hand. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Right. Um, my my apologies uh, to our GN. Um, hopefully you can forgive my stubbornness. Um, when I'm asked to bow for no apparent reason, unbeknownst to me, it is difficult for me to bow. However. I, I know when to show respect for someone of such caliber as yourself. And I extend my hand. And he does the same sort of gentle squeeze and then retracts. Break the contract is spilled. <laughs> <laughs> Understand perfectly. It is not unusual for your kind to. Oh, Get him with the low jab. To betray. (laughs) (laughs) Foolish pride is at the heart of many sins. All is forgiven, though. We have only brought you on board to make you aware of the truth. We are not here for conflict. And in fact, our meeting here is almost over. And you will be free to return to your freighter. Though I must ask that for now, you leave perimeter off of your travel destinations. We are... Conducting business here. What's so special about <coughs> Perimeter? When we were warring against the Barony and against the Federation and their various allies, Perimeter was one of the last planets to fall uh, to the Outsiders. We think it only fitting that Perimeter then be one of the first planets to be reintegrated. But we are not one of conquest, not this time. 
peaceful annexation is what we desire. We have already set up a voice with the Galactic Council on Mechatol Rex. Many of the Winorans there have already acknowledged our return, and we eagerly anticipate the rest of the factions doing the same. Is your representative like you? We are alike. That is how we are strong in our unity. Like he is there in this... I don't know how to refer to your being, the, the melding of flesh and machine. Uh, you speak to this entity as if this is my form. And he looks around the room. But you are standing in my presence Ooh. as well as before it. Cuba looks very taken aback. Uh, there is only so much consciousness, knowledge, wisdom that can be contained in a vessel this size. So, and he points around the room to compensate. We have learned to extend past our biological forms. Understood. In a way, this ship is as part of me as my arm or my head. We apologize for stepping on you and your being. No apologies necessary, it is I who permitted you to enter. Okay. Because he wipes his brow. (laughs) (laughs) And then worries about where the sweat is going. Uh Oh, Oh, I just sweat on his tongue. (laughs) How have you... Who's helped build this? We have had no help. No help for over a millennium. What you see before you is the success of the MindNet. This, this tech, technology, it's far greater, superior, and advanced than, than anything else I've seen. And I've, I've seen a lot, and I know my stuff, but it's... How did you get such knowledge and help? When you were each other. When you were nowhere, nothing. We thought everybody thought you were your race was dead. Yes, but it is not a lie. Our race is dead. We have forged a new one from the ashes, like the human myth of the phoenix, with time, and patience, and most importantly, no biologicals to administer to. We have integrated. The perfect integration of flesh and machine. A unity that cannot be matched by any other race that we are aware of. Your your intellect must be ten no. (laughs) (laughs) Your stashy must be really good. (laughs) Your your intellect and knowledge is far greater than than mine. How how have you been able to build such an empire as you will and i know you've been so so humble and 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 kind to us but you i can only imagine what your warships and and your front line looks like but why the need to just have a foot on everyone else's back at the at the the mention of uh, I believe you mentioned you talked about warships mm-hmm. and and all that kind of stuff. Why the need? The, fr- the very first time ever, you 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 sense an emotion from him. Up till now, it's been Yikes. this sort of serene calmness. <laughs> Sorry, this serene calmness, and suddenly you feel an emotion, but it's not anger like you might have expected. It's it's fear, mm. terrible fear. You're scared. <clears throat> we 
have had reasons for reasons for warships reasons that none of you must know oh forgive me and the, the fear passes and the sereneness of the room returns suffice to say the story is a long and complicated one gosh I have business to attend to closer to the planet of perimeter if you have no other questions for me my children I would bid you good day alright Caddox raises his hand yeah <laughs> uh, just, just out of like uh, I, I do <laughs> um now now I appreciate this greeting and um I never actually thought I'd see a Lazax in person damn um why why are we here why why us why why did you allow us to come here we're we're just inconsequential what what's the purpose you you must have some purpose beyond just saying hey i'm here what's going on why why us why not just blow us out of the sky why treat us with such courtesy why give us this kindness of your presence and of your time and your energy why you really asked two questions there, Hakan. Sorry. So I will address both of them. <laughs> to start with, we extended you mercy because that is our nature. It is our nature now. We have corrected the mistakes of our past and seek to guide with a gentle hand. If you were to leave this place running, screaming for your lives, what kind of return is that? Then you would beckon to the others that the Lazaks have returned. But we want to make it clear that the Lazaks have not returned. Something new has taken their place. Something far greater. Something far... more. And to your second question, which you might not have even realized was a question. No one is inconsequential. You have a purpose, even if you don't know what it is yet. And what is that? Because I just kind of feel like we're flying around with, like, the tail between our legs doing God knows what. Mm, and yet, many of your exploits have already reached perimeter. Your recent victory over the Brotherhood, for example. Yeah, they were douchebags. Mm, mm, they sought to control with power and force. This was their error. But you have corrected them in this. One last question, um, if if you may. He nods. Where do we go from here? We are just kind of like, hey, let's check out perimeter, see what's going on there. We heard some stories, and now it's kind of like, well, we got a lot of stuff we could do, but I don't know. Can you can you help? You should proceed where your heart permits you to proceed, but I would. Again, ask that you not return to Perimeter at this time. And you may find adversity uh, in the Mechatorex system right now. Mm. Many of the core factions have engaged in, what do they call it, um, Cold War status. Understand that you should be under no threat. The armistice of Mechator prohibits the factions from destroying even independent ships. Mm. But they are nervous, skittish, especially with ships disappearing in the galactic core right now. They would not necessarily hesitate to fire on an unidentified vessel. At the very least, I recommend caution if you are heading to the galactic core next. 
be careful who you make friends with and be much more careful who you make enemies with. Mic drop. Is there anything we could do or that you require of us elsewhere or just that we don't come back and speak of this until maybe you call us yourselves? Gives you sort of a patronizing look as much as he can. (laughs) Child, there is nothing we desire from you other than your well-being. Okay. Mm. People usually give us jobs. I don't know. Out of character. That's (laughs) totally in character. (laughs) People usually give us jobs. It's like you're trying to talk to the party. I don't know. People usually... Hey, that's what I was trying to ask, too. (laughs) Like, it turns to you as, people give us jobs. Hey, it's worth it. (laughs) I try. You have led your people, the Saw, into a new... into a new era. You should be proud of this QB does... I was going to say, QB feels a great pride swelling in his chest as he's told this. Uh, thank you. I did everything I could. Hopefully it means a new name for the Tsar. I, I whisper to you, Kubi. Oh. Maybe you're Raj. <gasps> Alright, look what you've done. Kubi's <laughs> head explodes. <laughs> Literally. Now I must bid you good day. I would love to see you again, my children, but it probably will not happen in this lifetime. And he sort of descends back into the tub and sort of disappears as much as, as far as you can tell. You go under the water. <laughs> the door behind you, leaning back to the elevator, opens back up again. Stand there and I'm still just staring. Zero stands and walks over to the elevator. Mm. Query, what are you all waiting for? Kibi mm. follows. Mm. I, I'm, I'm just still just... I'm kind of so confused by Zero's behavior. I'm like, what? <laughs> Maybe you should ask him about it. So are you back I in the will. elevator then? No. When we're away oh, from the ship. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Well, I'm in the elevator. And he's in the elevator. I oh, well, I guess you guys have to catch the next one. Are you in the elevator? <laughs> <laughs> we're not holding the door. No, Zero presses it incredibly fast because of bionic fingers. <laughs> Caddox walks towards the elevator, but he's still kind of stunned by the whole thing. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. As oh, I'm he... still standing there staring at everything, I take out my data pad just as a reflex, and I try to open it and do something, and I, and I put it away, and I make start walking me backwards, and I say, interesting. I turn around and I get an elevator. It seems the renegades have encountered a major player in Perimeter. When I said I was excited to see what happened next, I didn't think it would go to the Lazax. Sorry, I meant our kings. But that just goes to show Anything can happen in the world. Twilight Imperium. player of QB Fox and producer of the Twilight Imperium Renegades podcast. This is an original story written by Nathaniel Kiefer and again produced by Richard Jellison set in the Twilight Imperium universe created by Christian T. Peterson and we use that original story to make our own way in this universe. I love this podcast and it should be your favorite too. 
Twilight Imperium 4th Edition is in fact out on the market and you can pick it up for a great price. It's a ton of fun. You need a bunch of people to play with, but it's awesome. And I mean, it's good enough to base an entire RPG-based campaign for tabletop games on. So give Christian T. Peterson and Fantasy Flight a little bit of your attention and you will love it. Music is produced by Maxo. You can find them at levelmusicmaxo.bandcamp.com. The main songs used are Frozen Foot, Breakneck, Subway, and Vast Space. Thank you so much for all the support and all the listens and all the downloads and everything. You can talk about it on Twitter at T.I. Renegades. You can also use the hashtag T.I. Renegades to tweet out the show, talk about it, share it, show somebody that you think would really appreciate this because we're putting in a lot of work and we love this show. We want it to be successful because we want our story to be told. So if you can give us a like or a comment or share or whatever is possible on iTunes, Google Play Music or Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good one. You don't have to tell me, but because. why was uh, why were they so framed? Because you were like, oh, sorry. When when I was like, why? Oh, when they just said fear. Yeah, I can only imagine they also know about whatever creeping evil that the guys in their armored suits know about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he said we, we couldn't tell you. Uh huh. Yeah. If they can't tell us, while well, they're keeping something at bay or keeping something under control. And what's different than the keeping something out? That, what, L1 and these guys, these guys are... These are the L1. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. The L1-Z1-X. So right. why the... Is it this? Why the mine that way? It's what they also call themselves. This okay. is the mine so they're just The L1-Z1-X. I thought they were like that. bad guys. Well... Oh. Well, I mean, whatever Nathaniel in, wants to paint them in the story in, is how in they the them. in the board game. I thought they were like no. evil guys that are like coming back for well, their power because they when they were the Lazax, they were like top of the top. They're, right? they're, they're one of the a bad guy. they're one of the more militaristic wow. powers in you the know game. I mean. I, 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 if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. but everybody's kind of doing the same thing. That's the whole point of the board game is everybody's trying to create their own empire from the ruins of the previous one. Just so. And every single race is trying to be the new Lazax. And they all have justification for doing so. So are they... Some of them are out for themselves, but some might honestly believe that they're going to usher the universe into a new golden age. In the the board game, is the L1 just like, we still deserve our spot back and we're going to do it better? And they're like trying to take the non-hostile approach and then they're like, fuck. Well, they're one of the, again, one of the more warfaring races. It, it should be noted that this is only our first exposure to them, and we don't well, know yeah. what their actual yeah. uh, well, intentions I'm, are. Well, I think, they, think they could like really asking. be as beautific and wonderful as they seem to be at this moment, or they could be just that much smarter than everybody else we've met. Well, think yeah. of this like it's factions. Like think of this as like factions in like New poker Vegas face. or something. We're eventually going to have three or four options, and one of them is going to be better than the other. <laughs> well, it's got it's like the same as Skyrim. <laughs> Like you're so screwed. Everyone's metagaming. That's no, but you know what I mean, though. Like this is one of them, and they. I'm just try asking to portray about genuine, in this not, not this story, just well, genuine the, board game. The, the thing, the thing about the board game is there really isn't no good guy or bad guy. Everybody has their own approach to how to conquer the galaxy. I get even that. Even, Wait, cut that. <laughs> well, e- even even the Zikja, like they're they've always been the diplomatic people. They're mm-hmm. turtles, right? Mm-hmm. They just want to sit there and turtle, and they or the Hakan, they want to control the 
uh, economic yeah. uh, economy of the entire empire. Or the Gashla, I want to be a, like I played them, were a large militaristic thing that wanted to rule through military might. Which yeah, is why so, they start with half a war son. Uh, so so the, really big, the biggest, the the biggest thing to really... I hoped I, I, I brought that across when you Oh, yeah, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, well, basically the biggest thing is to really look at each race as having their own motives and reasons for doing things. But they're really no better or worse than any other race out there. Yeah. And they're no better or worse than us. I just yeah. mean these guys aren't like Yin Brotherhood dickbags. No, no, obviously, no. Like, <laughs> like Chris said, they have a very beautific and, and positive kind of viewpoint on this. But this is only the first time we met them. And it could just be, granted they're a hive mind, could just be a bit of a ruse to get people on their side. It could be a cover or it could even be that they intend conquest and they think it's for the best of everyone. Or they honestly intend it for good. Or now, they're just like, this way is not working. Okay, we're going to have to show you guys how to well, do this. Now, everybody, everybody thinks we're nice. Everybody's on our side. Pew, 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 pew. We won. There's also the suggestion <laughs> that they're up to something very serious uh, outside of our realm of knowledge. Which yeah. will oh, never way be. Beyond. Now, now, the other thing, look at. If, if you think about be. this, the only reason I feel we had issues with the Brotherhood is because they were trying to take out our employer and Kadok is like hell no not just o- our other, employer, otherwise though, everyone otherwise I, w- I probably wouldn't care as as my character take the rap people go for it whatever you're just doing your own yeah, shit yeah but it's not just you know? the rap people they were going for like yeah but there, there's other races out there that can take them if they didn't try to spread out as much well probably the Ysero could take them I don't they... think Cadax is as emotionless well the like, only no, 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 well, no think about, about like, it can people well look at look at um feels... when we messed with the Gashlai we had no reason to mess with the Gashlai the snake said bring them here so that we can yeah. do the thing the only reason we had any interaction with them at all is so we could profit from it yeah but we were those people that were like hey deal with these guys and we were like okay we were like dealing with the gash like yeah and so we were the people that yeah, were like we're, hey go do this and we we're like okay we got these jobs because we're doing the things that are for our benefit yeah so i, I, I as it turns out we're selfish heroes granted I, we did a couple altru- like more or less altruistic things like fixing the sar but that's to move the story forward yeah and that's to well i mean no that's just seriously though at least our story not like the main story <laughs> like you know what i mean like we had this thing if this is a even in a character's minds, this is just another stop, another thing we have to do to get to whatever our destinies are. And I mean, QB's positive about that. Oh, well, if I fix my people, that's really cool, and that's a really big thing that I did, but there's more for me out there. Sure, that's a meaningful way of looking at it in character, saying, well, this is part of the great story we're all telling. There's less about the missions and more about it's like it's something, it's something to accomplish with my life. QB thinks maybe now he's on the path of rush. Yeah. I care way less about money and just stuff about knowledge. Which is something. Appreciation. <laughs> Q- yeah, QB so definitely like has you, you have your own motivations yeah. as your character. And that's, I think it it's also helps that we have 1.3 mil still sitting there. <laughs> well, it's also basically it's just the interactions we have with the different people that we interact with will paint a light of whether they're going to be good or bad according to us according mm-hmm. to them like maybe the gash lie are actually really peaceful militaristic, militaristic people and that just we, got and angry we, we just pissed them off right yeah. or the in brotherhood so at maybe, the end of the day maybe, maybe, maybe i screwed up that, that first interaction first and it could have been very peaceful at the end of the day we're, we're going to make so, friends and foes based exactly on like all of our end goals combined on who we think we should 
align with. Yeah, so so there's really no good or bad people. Exactly, you got to put your chips down on red or black because yeah. the roulette wheel is going right. Well, look so. at look at the mercenaries. They were pushovers and let us in, but they were still like, "Hey, if you want to join, fuck off!" Like, if you want to join, fuck off. That's Bring true. back some heads that you can then talk with puppets. Just because somebody is like that on their first encounter doesn't mean that that's how they're going to be in the future. Or it just could mean they're typecasted that way and that's how they're going to be, but I'm sure the gash life or being a warfaring race are going to be like that forever in our experiences I'm where sh- the L1Z1 are yeah. going to be very complex. Did you um, enjoy this? Uh, listen to more on our sister podcast, The Philosophy. <laughs> no, honestly, I want to keep this because this is very I would keep it in. It's the, it's the, it's we're, the we're, we're talking about the motivations behind characters, yeah. and all of that is very meaningful. It's very true, very correct. Let's make a cut not, for not the to mention, <laughs> Not to mention that sister podcast is our fourth most popular podcast, right behind all the other three. Yeah, In our yeah, podcast our, network. Our, 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 our,